Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Good morning everybody, I'm Steve and I'd like to welcome you all to today's Coach House Beacon. Do you ever feel that you aren't serving God as you ought to? Do you sometimes feel that you are failing in your Christian walk? Do you sometimes feel that you only go to church on a Sunday to make up the numbers? I know that I have days when I ask myself, what have I done for God today? Sometimes I even ask myself whether I'm truly saved. Well, the good news is that these worries and feelings are perfectly normal. We all suffer from doubt sometimes. It isn't the feeling itself that matters, but rather what we do with those feelings. Last year, my wife was visiting family in Romania, and whilst there she obtained some seeds for a herb plant that she likes to use in cooking. These seeds aren't available here, so it was a rare chance to obtain them. This meant that we only got one chance to be successful at growing the plant. Well, we sowed the seeds a little bit late in the season, and only three of them germinated. Unfortunately, one of them got eaten by slugs, and as the weather got a bit colder, we decided to shield the plants in a cold frame. Eventually, it got so cold that we had to bring the plants inside. We put the two remaining plants into a smaller pot and then put them on the bathroom windowsill. It was tough, and both plants started to lose what few leaves they had. One plant bravely kept going, but the other eventually lost its last leaf and disappeared. I guess that it had just died from lack of sunlight or maybe just the cold. Now this isn't the end of the story, because you can imagine to my surprise last week, at seeing a tiny new leaf emerging from where the dead plant had been. You see, the plant wasn't actually dead. Its first attempt to grow didn't work out, but there must have been enough energy taken in during its first attempt to make it worth having a second go. In the letter to the Ephesians, the Apostle Paul quotes the following words, Awake, O sleeper! Rise up from the dead and Christ will give you light. Most of Paul's quotes come from the Old Testament, but this quote's not found there. It's generally thought that this is from a hymn of the time, but the sentiment expressed within it comes from the book of Isaiah chapter 26. And Isaiah's words were meant as an assurance that God would be true to his promise and that he would one day come to rescue his people even those that had died. Like the herb plant, our story doesn't end when we are dead. And more to the point, especially, it doesn't end when we appear to be spiritually dead. So to really understand how this scripture fits in, we need to read a bigger piece of the letter to the Ephesians. So let's start at verse 10 of chapter 5. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful 
even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. But there are evil intentions that will be exposed when the light shines on them, for the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. In another letter, which Paul wrote to his friend Timothy, Paul wrote, Fan into flames the spiritual gift which God gave you. Now both of these scriptures are telling us that we have a responsibility in this area. Paul is telling Timothy that he has a responsibility. It was Timothy who had to do the fanning. In other words, scripture in scripture we can see that the Ephesian Christians were exhorted to be careful how they lived. And twice in the passage, they were advised to determine God's will. If you have any of those feelings outlined at the beginning of this talk, and you are listening, then the light is already shining on you. God has not abandoned you. He is saying to you, Awake, O sleeper. We kept the herb plant pot on the bathroom windowsill, even though there was no sign of life. The light shining on the soil sparked a reaction, and the herb was awakened. Now, as you listen, you too have the light of God shining upon you. Remember, the herb had taken in enough energy in its first attempt to try again. So even for those of us who have drifted far away from God, we still have the energy and nutrients that we have taken in during the first time when we met Jesus. The Bible stories we read, the fellowship we had, the prayer time we experienced, have all fed us at that time. That knowledge and experience, even the feelings, cannot be forgotten or unlearned. Wherever we are at in our lives, that nutrient is always there, ready to be used to start the growth process again. For any plant, the process of growing is a continuous one. We trim the leaves occasionally, especially with a herb, as we want to put it in our cooking. As Christians, we sometimes find that God's way of trimming us sets us back, but it doesn't take away from the basic principle that we never stop growing. We should never expect to be the finished article until Jesus returns or calls us home. We call this process sanctification, and in the book of Hebrews it says, God's will was for us to be made holy, or sanctified, by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. So how do we go about this sanctification? How do we fan into flames? Well, like an ember in a fire that has nearly gone out, the answer is carefully. If we blow too hard, the fire will be extinguished. In the same way that a fire needs fuel, oxygen and heat, so a Christian needs Bible study, prayer and fellowship. If any of these three are missing, then the fire will go out. 
So examine your life to see which of these is missing. Set yourself a time for prayer. Maybe take Bible study at a different time. Make sure you have fellowship. Now I know that this is difficult at the moment as we are all restricted in how we can meet. Maybe it will be the end of the lockdown that sparks you into life. But for now, if you need support, phone someone or leave us on a, a message on the church website. I'm looking forward to seeing our little herb plant grow and flourish in the brighter and warmer times ahead. God is looking forward to seeing you grow and flourish as he feeds you from his word. And like the herb, if we grow, it allows us to flavour other people's lives. It's never too late to turn back to Jesus, but that there is always a right time. And that time is now. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the light of your word. Help us to find time in our busy lives to sit quietly with you each day. Teach us from your word and help it to make sense to us. And may there be a joyful growth in our lives. Amen. Coach House Beacons. The Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.